0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, bringing incredible guests from all over the world, so sit back, relax, and tune in. My next guest has utilized his pain that he's been through to grow. He is an online fitness coach living his dream life. Please welcome Dom Monson. Dom, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to have this conversation with you today.
0: Me too. You getting to your dream life has not been a straight path. It's actually been full of different challenges and things that you've had to get through. And I like what you said before we started recording, but I'm going to let you kind of share with the audience some of the things Mm -hmm. that you had to overcome to get you to where you are today.
1: Yeah. So for me, um, the, the lens that I like to look through when it comes to my life is, i like to resort back to the pain that i've been through what i've learned from it and let that fuel my next decision when it comes to living my life when it comes to trying to be or um on this adventure of being quote-unquote successful right so it all started with um when my brother was put into prison when i was 15 years old right during that time of my life um i didn't really understand like i mean i'm i was such a young age i didn't really understand like my purpose I mean, at that point, I was like kind of teeter tottering between looking at colleges or not kind of thing. I was at that age. I was also drinking and smoking, hanging out with the wrong people. And it was just because I was following the path of my older brother during that time. Right. And I was I say this right now, I was fortunate enough to experience the the pain of seeing him go through his own trials and tribulations of his own actions and what his consequences were to the point where I saw um, what could happen if I continued down that path. And so when my brother was sentenced, I was 15. He got sentenced for 20 plus years at that time. He's still in prison today. Yeah. And I didn't know what to think, but I knew in that moment when I was sitting there in that courtroom, watching my brother get shackled up and taken away with my mother,
0: um, crying out my baby boy, like, Yeah. That'd be intense at that being. Yeah. You're so impressionable. I feel like when we're, we're 15, 16 years old, you know, like that has to leave like such a mark on you.
1: Yes. And I believe that now during that time, I I didn't know. And in that time too, it's, it's funny when I look back in my life and the decisions I decided to make, I wasn't really conscious of what I was doing. I just decided I was going to make something of it. Yeah. You know, and When I look back, I thought to myself, well, I could have continued down the path of drinking, smoking, hanging out with the wrong people and not really focusing on grades, school, making a change for myself. I could have gone that way and felt sorry for myself. But in that moment, I decided there was something in me where I was just like, there's more to what I can do in my life. Yeah, I don't want my family. And I think it comes from the emotions I had when I saw my family, when I looked at how it, I, it um caused my family to be within their lives after they watched my brother go to prison. Yeah. And I didn't want that. I didn't want to add to that. And so I sat there and the day of when my brother was sentenced, um I was emotional, I didn't know what to do. So at that time I told my mother, "Can you drop me off at this training facility?" I used I was uh, playing football at the time and During that time, I was like just training with this coach and I wanted to get better at football, but I didn't really take it that seriously. But that day, for some reason, I wanted to channel my, I don't know what I was feeling, like anger, depression, um, anxiety. I wanted to channel it into being physically active. And that's when I knew that after I walked out of that training session, I just felt overall better, even though the circumstances I was in within that day was very traumatic for me. And from there on out, after that day, I made the conscious decision to understand that if I want to not feel this way anymore or have my family go through anything else that's that's causing them this much pain, I need to change myself so that way I'm not an additive to their life of their depression. Yeah. I'm more of getting them out. Yeah. And self-improvement was my way out, focusing on me. And then I started to see my family start to change. I started to see them smile more. I started to see them in good moods more. And it wasn't because I was like, like, um, doing specific things for them. I was focusing on me. And obviously, I was still there. I'm like, I, it was to the point where I was, I was wiping my mother's tears away oh. and holding mine before I went to bed for high school. Yeah. And I, I had to, I don't like when people hide their emotions, but I had to, I had to hide mine to be to, to be the stronger one in my household. Yeah. So that way I can one, you know, level up myself and two, make sure that my family's okay. Yeah. And that's one thing that I learned just going through all of that. And that led to honestly where I am today.
0: Wow. You had to like grow up kind of (laughs) fast.
1: Yeah. Yes. You can say that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, for me at that time, I think, you know, at 15, everyone's more worried about, You know, what are you doing after school? Are you hanging out? Um, What are you doing for summer? Vacations, you know, messing around, whatever. For me, I was very, like, I I became addicted to self-improvement. Like, any chance that I could get when it comes to, you know, watching YouTube videos to motivate myself to want more for myself. And it all started, though, with football. I'm like, oh, this is something that I can channel my emotions into and then I can actually see a physical result. Yeah. Right. And that led into me, um, becoming captain of the football team, you know, looking back, like we won our first state championship when I was a senior. I'm not taking credit for that, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's weird how my life turned out after I decided to work on myself at such a young age. Yeah. And it's funny too, even the way that I presented myself was was super different. I mean, hell, my by my senior year, they gave out awards. For the most optimistic individuals in our, in our county, yeah, I had no idea this was even a thing. But my principal called me down to his office and like, what is going? What? What is going on? And he brought it to my attention that like five of my my uh, teachers nominated me for this award called the Optimistic Award. That's amazing. and this was when, yeah. And I was blown away. I'm like, I had no idea this was even a thing. What is this? Yeah. And he explained what it was. They only picked, like I think two people out of our district one was a senior and then there I was I think I was a junior at that time senior or junior if I remember correctly um but it's it's just crazy for me to think because it's during that time when I was still going through it. yeah I was still traveling way up north because I'm originally from Michigan um and we had to drive like four and a half hours like my Friday nights after football games we would drive up north four and a half hours to go visit my brother day. So, I wouldn't go out hang out with friends. It was more so like, I'm very family oriented right now. Yeah. And I need to focus on this because this is what I want for my family. Yeah. And I'm kind of, even though I'm working on myself to be a better football player, get better grades, uh, be physically more active, and inspiring also my team, teammates to want more for themselves without even myself even knowing what I was doing. Yeah. That was my focus when I was in high school. And then it led into college and it led into where I am right now.
0: Yeah. So, Finding yourself channeling all the, these emotions that you had through physical um, exertion, physical—you know, whatever you want to call it—working out um, really kind of paved the path for you being as successful as you are right now as an online coach. Yeah,
1: yeah, you can absolutely say that.
0: Yeah, and so you've been—you've been an online coach for ten years.
1: So, not an online coach for ten years. I've been an online coach for about ever since COVID, so about three years.
0: Oh, like, okay, years. okay. But yeah. you've been a coach for ten years. Is that what I read? Yes, so, correct. Yes. Yep. Okay. So you were doing it in person for for eight years or well seven years, I guess. It's been seven three years. COVID. It's been three years. Holy yes. shit! Not crazy. Crazy. <laughs> I, man, right? Thank God it's over. But I'll. Oh anyway, I regress. I want to hear like how you went from doing it in person now to being online and to now you are living and you went from Detroit, Michigan to Maui, Hawaii. So kind of like sh- give us the framework of what that looked like for you and just following your passion and pursuing your purpose, really.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, just I want to uh, let you know, too, like we, we recently just moved. We live in Oahu now. So it's uh, uh-huh. not Maui. Oh, no, it's just just an island over uh, yeah, by my- by everything. Yeah, the Maui just just got hammered with that fire, right? It's crazy, yes. Luckily, a lot of our friends got out. Um, A lot of our friends did get affected, but um, everyone's doing their part, which is really good. Yeah. Which is really good. Okay. Um, Keep going. No, (laughs) fine. Yeah, so it is a crazy journey because during that time, if I've been coaching, if you do the math correctly, if I've been coaching for about 10 plus years, that means I would have started in high school, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's... That's when I was, when I got my first taste of coaching, um, I was in high school and remember how in the beginning of this, when we were talking about like what I did when uh, my brother was sentenced that day, I went to that coach and I, I trained with him. Well, it was during that time too, where, um, it was very hard for my family because we had to get a lawyer for my brother before all of this, he was under house arrest for quite some time. And so finances were super tight for my family. And so, um, I put it upon myself to where I was like, Hey, like maybe I can figure something out where if I help coach with my coach then i can get free sessions with him and so that's what i started to do i start and that's where i think this this mentality of helping others and also myself really started too because um that's when i was helping other athletes i was helping my teammates even like even my rivals back in high school they came and trained with this guy too and i was basically just his assistant right and that's how i paid for my sessions and so I got a little taste of sports performance. Um, I loved, and I think, again, it always comes back to my emotions, channeling something, putting, like getting myself out of the reality I was living and just focusing on self-improvement and pushing myself and and honestly creating pain that I knew I could persevere through, mm. right? And that's what physical fitness was for me. Yeah. Like doing a hard workout where I'm like huffing and puffing, Um Barely can breathe. I'm I'm competing with other people. It's all fun and games at the end of the day, but um, that was obviously when you work out. If you if you do it in a proper way, like you're gonna feel a little bit of pain, a little bit of pressure and resistance. And once you finish that, you feel more accomplished. And that's what I that's what I love is that feeling of overcoming adversity. Mm. Um, That's that's where I got my first taste of coaching, and then that led into me graduating from high school. And um, I didn't take the opportunity to play. I, I, I'm, I'm a pretty short guy and I played football. And so like I had opportunities for division three, but my ego got in the way. I was like, Oh, you know, I, I, if I'm going to play, I want to, I don't even want to play division one for a big school. So I'm just going to say no to that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I decided to take the route of like, I think I like physical therapy. Like I'm going to be close to athletes. Yeah. You know, I start like doing a little bit more research and like at that age, I'm like, okay, what's a good paying job that can, be close to what I like, which is phys- being physically active and um, close to sport. Sure. I'm like, oh, physical therapy. Why not? And so I ended up going to Grand Valley State University. I went there for two years. And then after two years, um, I, d- I decided to transfer over to Michigan State University because my girlfriend was there. And also, there were more opportunities over there for what I wanted to pursue when it comes to my <laughs> career. So um, then I, and when I say more opportunities, I'm talking about like it's a bigger school. Yeah. A, like a way bigger football program Michigan State's pretty pretty huge especially when I went there and I wanted to dip my toes into again pushing myself to a new level where I felt uncomfortable because I I knew okay I want to feel pain in different areas of my life so that way I can continue to grow yeah um so I got an internship with a place that went out when actually I, they went out to high schools around the area and we trained their athletes cool wow. I've done that before when I was in high school now I get to do it again, but now I am I'm actually more educated. I know what I'm talking about. I'm learning this in class, right? Um did that for about two years or about a year. And then I was like, you know what? I want to take it to the next level. And so I decided to intern under um the the head strength and conditioning coach from Michigan State University for oh. all Olympic sports. Yeah. And huge. that's where a lot of what was that? That's huge. <laughs> yeah, yes, it did. I didn't get it right away. That's another uh, story I didn't put into my bio, but um, a story of like perseverance because I had actually I had to actually ask three times before he actually granted me it because first account um, he I'm not going to mention any names. He called me um, a douchebag in third person because I was I came oh, from yikes. like what was that? I said, oh yikes. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, like he's my biggest mentor, like he's my biggest inspiration. I want to be in his shoes. Yeah. And he called me a douchebag bag in third person. I'm like, oh my God. All right. Like, should I change my career path? I don't know. Like, like the person I looked up to is telling me I'm not cut out for this. And then that's where I really had to dig into my head and just ask myself, what do I really want? And what have I been through already? And so I went back. I asked him again, after because I was in actually one of his classes. I asked him again. And he was like, you're not, you're not mentally tough enough for this. I'm like, oh my God, what? Hmm. And at, and then the third time when it went up, it was after his class again. We just had taken a test and I, I asked him, um, hey, do you have a second? He's like, okay, sure. Why not? And I asked again and then I ended with this time, um, this won't be the last time you see me if you say no again, because I know what I want and I know I can succeed. Something along those lines. Those are not were the exact words, but. What he told me after that just proved my method of if you just push through and not give up and don't get in your own way and create these negative thoughts in your head that only pull you in a different direction from what you want, you can get what you want. And he told me, you know what, Dom, your perseverance for always coming back, regardless of what I've said, I like that and yeah. that's strength. And then he's like, I'll tell you what, we don't have any internship um, availabilities right now. But if you come in tomorrow morning at 4.30 a.m. to get ready for the 5 a.m. workouts, we can put together a spot for you, and you're going to be under another intern's wing, and they're going to show you the ropes. Wow. And after that, I was there for the rest of the year. I learned a lot. Um, A lot of just meant like he told me, like mental toughness, like not taking anything in terms of like um, critiques or anything along those lines as personal. It's more so like, hey, this is, this is up front. This is what you need to hear to grow. Take it or leave it. Yeah. And that's where I started to develop more into the person I am today when it comes to um, criticisms, especially online. People talk. They, they talk so much online. They don't believe you. Whatever the case may be, I've learned to just protect my internal yeah. from all the external. Good for you. So that way. Yeah. And so- Fast forward, and now I'm just going to fast forward because that was a long time. Um, after I graduated, yeah, after I graduated, I got a, um, I, I got another internship with a place called Barbus Methods down in Florida. I was there for a summertime. This guy, they coach um, collegiate and professional athletes, so I got my taste with that. And then down the road, I was just like, you know what? I don't know if I like sports. I'd rather watch a movie. I like like training people, but like all this talk about sports, sports performance, stretching, mobility. I'm like, this is great and all, but honestly, like I need to find something else where I'm more passionate. Yeah. And so I I ended up going back to physical therapy, found out this is too slow for me, even though I learned a lot actually physical therapy because I was, uh, I was like an aide at a physical ther- uh, therapy clinic for about a year, um, right before COVID. And I found out, I found another thing about, about myself is I'm really good at communicating. I'm really good at cold conversations and talking to people regardless of their age. If they because you get a wide range of people that come into physical therapy, 15 years old all the way up to 70 yeah. years old. Well, yeah. And I found, yeah. And I found um, a skill that, wow, I can talk to anyone. And it's really just a matter of like being a good human being and knowing the vibe of what they give off. Yeah. And um, I learned that. And then once I determined, okay, this is too slow for me, then I decided, you know what? Let's try the personal training routes. Um, and, to take it one step back, the reason why I didn't start off there, my ego got in the way and I thought I was too good for that because for personal training, you don't need to go to college. You don't need to have a degree. Okay. Right. And so I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm better than that. But I was wrong because with what I'm doing now, even when I was in person, I was impacting so many lives to the point where it's not like the physical change that I love the most. Yeah. It was more so the internal change of getting people to the to believe in their capabilities again. That's what I loved. That's what I fell in love with. And that's when it comes to the way that I coach now, that's my main emphasis is, you know, it's not about the weight that you lose. It's about the life that you gain. Looking at your life through a perspective of like, if they're like a problem versus an opportunity. Yes. I want people to leave the door open to succeeding versus shutting it and saying there's no way. No, there is a way. You just haven't found it yet. Yeah, that's what I love them.
0: Yeah. Who is your ideal avatar or your ideal client?
1: So that's a really good question because I remember hearing this from a previous podcast you were you were um, you had. So my ideal client is is anyone right now, particularly men that struggle with having confidence with their shirt off that feel as though that they've been stuck for a long time they don't they don't feel confident when they sit on the couch because their stomach hangs over their waist they grab a pillow to hide their stomach even to the point where they only wear dark colored t-shirts because when the wind blows on their on their t-shirt if it's like a white shirt you can see the shadows of their stubborn body fat yeah. i want to work people that are self-conscious and they're holding themselves back from pushing themselves to become a person they don't think they can that they think they can become, mm-hmm. that's where I want to. Work I, I want to change the way you think so that way you can become the person you've always wanted to be. That's and where my you,
0: where can people find you, connect with you, and learn more?
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm always on Instagram, um, and it's going to be at D Monson Fit. So D M O N S O N F I T, and that's going to be the same for YouTube, Instagram, TikTok facebook my name is dom monson um but if you want to get into contact with me primarily i'm going to be on instagram
0: excellent you guys can put those links in the show notes so go give him a follow go check him out and if he resonated with what he offers and his message and what he's been through and you think he can help you go send him a message go follow him on social and take it from there i'm sure you'll have a great conversation and see if it's a good fit for you i loved his his social media very motivating so i think you'll like it too uh, this is the part of the show where I like to ask for less words of wisdom or advice. What would you like to leave with us today?
1: Don't close your door to the opportunity of actually getting yourself out of your struggle. Leave it open and find a way.
0: Mm, I like that because you have done that yourself, <laughs> Dom. Thank you thank so you. much for sharing your story and letting us know what you've been through. And I think that a, a key, what? like a, a, a one of the pieces ingredients to your success, is some of the struggles you've gone through. And just to, that focus on overcoming, which I just absolutely love. And it's a great example of what anyone who's out there might be struggling, that you can that you're an example of what that it, this is not the end of their story, that the story can continue absolutely. and they can live their dream life like you are. Absolutely. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things, and I'll be back soon with War Dynamic guests.